it is amazing the way the Holy Spirit works because it was last November that we planned our season of welcome and chose the scriptures for today. Last November. When I was a student in Italy in my college years, I got on a bus and I went to another town. It was turning dark when I arrived in San Gimignano and at that time we used to travel not with information from the internet but with good old-fashioned guidebooks. And this is my blue guide to Florence and uh, Tuscany and when you looked in your guidebook you would find restaurants and places to stay. And being a student I would look for places that were not expensive to stay. And so I got off of this bus in San Gimignano and stepped out at, at dusk. And I had intended to stay at the monastery where there were very inexpensive rooms. And so in my very pitiful Italian, I asked uh, directions to the monastery. And they said, no, 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 no. And at this point, I'm like, what? And they said, there's no vacancies. No, 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 cannot stay. No, no, no. And I'm thinking, well, of course there should be some place at the monastery. But there was not. And the people in the little group there at the bus stop put their heads together and finally they beckoned to me this, this one man and told me to follow him. And as it is now dark, and I'm following this man down this narrow little street in Italy with my backpack on my back, it starts to occur to me that this is not a good situation. <laughs> this is really, I've, I've put myself in a very vulnerable situation, but. It then it, it also occurs to me that this little Italian man is about half my size. <laughs> and if push came to shove, I really could take this guy out. <laughs> so I followed him down, down a dark little street, and he knocked on the door, and this woman opened the door, and she showed me upstairs to a beautiful room with a bed whose comforter I will never forget. And I stayed there, very low rent, for a week. I was a stranger, and they welcomed me. A few years back, Carnegie Mellon was running this lecture series. I know that you, you know about it. It was a series in which they asked top academic leaders, very, very smart professors, to think deeply about what mattered most to them and then give a hypothetical final talk. If this were the last lecture, 
that you could give, what would you say? We all know that a Professor Randy Posh did that last lecture when he knew it was going to be his last. Well, our gospel reading today is Jesus' last lecture. Jesus knows his life is going to be taken from him. This is the last story that he tells, the last teaching that he gives, the last chance he has to share his wisdom. And it really is a parable about how not to go to hell. Or as I think of it, as a parable about not how not to let the world go to hell. That's what salvation is, right? Not letting it all go to hell. Well, we might think that Jesus' last lecture would have something to say about confession of sin or confession of faith or grace or forgiveness. But what is most important to Jesus and the most important to save one's soul and the soul of humanity? is to give a drink of water to the thirsty, to give food to the hungry, to clothe the naked, to visit those in prison, to care for the sick, to welcome the stranger. And these are not hard things to do. In short, Jesus' last lecture is all about compassion. It is acts of compassion that save the soul inside of each of us and the soul of humanity. Now, every mother has listened to this passage and heard that word stranger and said, one of the first things I teach my child is about people who you don't know and how to say safe. We teach stranger danger. Children are not capable of making the judgment of who is a safe person, and so we say stay away from strangers. So we need to do a little bit of word study. As Melissa mentioned, the word that she translated foreigner is the same word for stranger. It's all this tiny word in Hebrew, ger. G-E-R is the transliteration. And it is translated sojourner, newcomer, foreigner, alien, resident alien, and immigrant. And in the New Interpreter's Dictionary of the Bible, the most appropriate translation, they would say, is immigrant. And why is this a core of what Jesus says in his last lecture? It all goes back to Egypt. We have to go back to that Egypt story and remember 
And this is like back in Genesis that we probably only remember this from third grade Bible study. So don't feel bad if you may have forgotten a few of the details of the story. I had to go back and read it. So Israel and the land of Judah is having a massive famine. And so you remember Joseph has been sold into slavery in Egypt and he becomes the head of the granary. And his brothers come seeking food, and, and Joseph brings them down to Egypt and saves their family from famine. And that family then becomes the Hebrews, and they, they grow strong and multiply over many, many generations. And then there is a king, a pharaoh, who rises up who did not know Joseph. And he sees these massive group of Hebrews and says, this is a problem for us because they're going to rise up and we're going to be in trouble. And so Pharaoh decides to get rid of the Hebrews. First, it is through hard labor. They treat, the Egyptians treat the Hebrew people ruthlessly. And then they demand that the midwives kill the baby boys. And when that doesn't happen, the baby boys are to be thrown into the Nile. Their children are killed in Egypt when they were immigrants there, when they were sojourners, when they were refugees. And therefore, for all time, it is the Lord's decree that they shall never treat the stranger, the alien, the sojourner, as they were treated in Egypt. It is a seminal event in the Jewish faith, in our faith, when the Hebrews, when God liberates, rescues the slaves from Egypt. The concept of the immigrant appears 92 times in the Old Testament alone. The stranger is always mentioned with the orphans and the widows. God loves the orphans and the widows. God loves immigrants, giving them food and clothing. The Psalms say over and over in Deuteronomy 10, 17 to 19, that means you must also love immigrants because you were immigrants in Egypt. We take this then to Jesus, and Jesus, this itinerant preacher who relies on strangers when he gets off the bus in the town and he's preaching, they didn't call ahead or have a guidebook. Jesus identifies himself with the stranger. Whenever you welcomed the stranger, you welcomed me. Whenever you found one stepping off the bus or the plane with nowhere to stay, whose children were threatened, had nothing to eat, and you took that one in, you took me in. You welcomed me. 
This past week, we've seen not hospitality, but hostility to the stranger, the immigrant, the refugee, and this is nothing less than an affront to our Christian faith and goes directly against the core teachings of Jesus. And yet, there have always been good and faithful people who have found wonderful and creative ways to subvert hatred and fear and welcome. Do welcome. The 1930s, 40s, 50s were a dangerous time in America for African Americans to travel. The Jim Crow laws still restricted bathrooms, water fountains, restaurants, whites only, blacks only, coloreds only. And so, oftentimes, not knowing where it would be a welcoming place to stay, African American families drove all night not to stop at a motel. And they took picnic baskets to sit by the side of the road so they would not be confronted at a restaurant. And if they got to a town where they were not welcomed, they would go to the funeral home because the funeral homes were almost always run by black people. And as one person reported that it was better to stay alive in a funeral home for the night than to be dead in the funeral home the next morning. Well, a mailman named Victor Green in Hackensack, New Jersey, heard these stories. And he began a network of other mailmen from around the nation, and they compiled a book for African-American travelers. It was called The Green Book. This isn't really The Green Book, but this is the Michelin Guide to Paris, but it's green, and so that's my second. I had the first one was blue, this one is green, but that was an actual green book. It was published for 30 years, from 36 to 1966, and it was for people traveling, African-American people traveling across the nation, where there were places who would welcome them. And businesses began to contact Mr. Green. There have always been good people who have found great and creative ways to resist hatred and fear, to do welcome. We know those people because those people are you. This congregation has welcomed immigrants and refugees. Every Sunday after church, people here teach English as a second language to immigrants from all over the world, from many different nations, teaching English. You could be one of them. And all of you have helped to welcome our refugee family, sweet little girl, Rude, with her terrible teeth, has a beautiful, healthy smile because of you. Little Adnan, who knew no English a year ago, 
jabbers with Rude at home in English. Adnan's best friend at the weekday nursery school is the son of an Orthodox Jew. Dozens of families all over the area have been helped by Merit and the leaders of our Syrian Resettlement Task Force. As you will read in your news and notes, St. Columbus is hopefully welcoming sometime in the next few months a refugee family from Afghanistan. It's trailblazing work that has brought life and welcome to many, many families, not only the refugees, but those who are welcoming them. So much kindness, so many acts of compassion, food, clothing, beds, friendship. Next week, the mom, the mar, will be cooking for us. We will be making welcome packages for refugees with food in the form of grocery cards, metro maps, smart trip cards, toiletries. Think about anything that you would need when you step off that bus in San Gimignano. There are many books that help us on our journey. The Blue Guide to Tuscany, the Green Book. There are many decrees and many orders. But as a Christian people, this is our book. For we are but sojourners on this earth. We are but strangers until that time when Christ welcomes us home. Thanks be to God. Amen.